I'm Crystal Escobar, and you are listening to the Wannabe Balance Podcast, episode number eight. Today, my husband Sean and I are going to be sharing our story, how we were able to make our first million at age 27. Thank you so much for listening to the Wannabe Balance Podcast, where we talk all about finding balance and purpose in motherhood and business. just had the most amazing sleep. <laughs> Are you going to start it over? <laughs> hey everyone, I'm here with the most handsome man I've ever met, mm-hmm. Sean Escobar. <laughs> my guest podcaster today, he is going to be my guest every few episodes and It's always fun when you can hear from him. If you guys have seen some live videos and things that we've done together in the past, I've always really enjoyed doing them with him and I enjoy the messages that he shares. So here is Sean. Say hi, Sean. Hi, Sean. (laughs) I really want you guys to have the chance to get to know him better and what better way than having him on the podcast. So today, as I've been sharing on social media on Instagram and YouTube. I've been telling you guys that this week our plan was to share our success story. How we made our first million at age 27. What are you doing? Are you laughing? No. (laughs) So it looks like Sean's falling asleep over there. (laughs) So anyway, here, um, Sean and I have been married almost 14 years and we've been doing isogenics network marketing since the day we met pretty much so I wanted to take this episode to start from the beginning share kind of how we met because that ties into how we started in isogenics and then share the whole process and what that looked like for us in our journey to finding success and now being almost 40 We've been semi-retired. I, I, I guess you could say we're, you know, semi-retired because we still work, but we have so much time freedom now, which has been what we've been working for since the beginning. Time freedom is the most valuable thing to us to be able to have as much time as we want with our family, freedom to go on vacations whenever we want, and just lots of perks to being your own boss and working from home and work being able to work from anywhere. Most of you know that we live in two homes. Half the year we're up north in Utah and then the other half we're in southern Utah. And it's kind of been exciting to be able to do that. And this business has been what has um, created that for us. So I wanted Sean to be the main one to share his journey in isogenics because he was he started first in isogenics. He was already doing it when we met. So I kind of wanted him to take this time to walk you through exactly what that looked like for him. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. And, and Crystal, thanks for, um, I think you kind of set the tone there. Uh, if it wasn't for our network marketing income, then I don't think that we'd be able to do so many of the different things that we're able to do and not just around income, not just around, you know, having multiple homes and travel and stuff like that. But oftentimes people will say to me, 
they'll say, I want to do what your wife does. And then I'll, I'll say to them, what do you mean by that? And they'll say, well, I just want to create, create all these things. And I want to, you know, be able to, uh, have massive influence and put out all this kind of content and all these wonderful creative ideas. And I want to do that too. And, and they think that, uh, Maybe they think that that happens overnight, and it certainly doesn't. Crystal spent a lot of years, you know, chipping away at that and gradually working, building that up, um, and it's kind of compounded. But also, if it wasn't for our our network marketing income, our residual income, then uh, Crystal will be the first to tell you if it wasn't for that, she wouldn't have all the time or the you know the means or the resources to be able to do what she does exactly and i like that you shared that because i feel so blessed to be able to do what i do my blog and podcasting and youtube videos without the pressure of it needing to make money so i really enjoy doing what i do and it's even better when you don't have that pressure of oh man i got it how am i going to make this pay the bills so I really am grateful for the the opportunity to be able to spend the time doing these things. And you just nailed it because when there's pressure, um, when we force things, oftentimes, you know, if you think back to when you were dating uh, and let's say you really, really wanted to find that person that you'd be in love with and move forward with and get married, when when there's that kind of pressure and you're kind of putting that kind of uh, ultimatum uh, type psychology around it. Mm-hmm. it when you force things it doesn't work yeah it doesn't work exactly well yeah thanks for the intro and i'll just start off by saying that i was very much raised by entrepreneurs um crystal was raised pretty poor from my vantage point crystal was raised poor a whole different mindset <laughs> i guess you'd say <clears throat> yeah good people um she moved 31 times growing up um, and I don't think they ever had a, a lot of money. My situation was a little bit different. Uh, I remember times where we were absolutely swimming in money. I remember when my dad would be buying like big yachts and limousines and, uh, a dozen four wheelers and great big ginormous cabins and just throwing money around like it was, <laughs> it was nothing like it was just in over excess. Um, I also remember times where things were really, really tight and we were hurting for money to the extent that my parents were heating the house with wood, uh, literally burning wood to heat the home. And my dad was so stressed and so depressed and, and, you know, complaining all the time about, you know, what we were spending money on. And we, if we even stopped to, to go eat somewhere, he wouldn't eat. Um, I've seen the abundant side of being an entrepreneur. I've also seen the the lack, the scarcity that can exist when you're an entrepreneur. And so as I think back to, to my upbringing, I was raised to be an entrepreneur. That's something that was different about my lifestyle, my upbringing. I was raised to be an entrepreneur. Um, my parents were different that way. Uh, Since 1973, my mom and dad have been self-employed, always owned their own businesses, a whole wide range of different things. They tried to make money. And, you know, in their 50s, when they were in their 50s, they still hadn't gotten ahead. So they had spent, 
uh, gosh, 20 somewhat years in self-employment, small businesses, family-owned businesses, never got ahead. And so I had just returned from a Mormon mission to Virginia. And when I got home, we were flat broke. I mean, my parents struggled to make the last payment so that I could be out on that mission. And when I came home, they were flat broke. And I remember feeling really bad because maybe I had burdened them, uh, you know, because they were helping pay for that. And it was around that time that this network marketing company came into our lives. And we, (laughs) it's funny because my parents didn't want anything to do with network marketing. They'd been burned by network marketing so many different times. And my dad had a real stigma operating in his mind around network marketing. And I remember um, my mom had this this product come in the mail. Um, she didn't order it. Actually, someone just gifted it to her. And the formulator of Isagenix had gifted her this, this package. And my mom didn't want to do it because she doesn't lose weight. Well, she <laughs> kind of uh, grudgingly went on the program as a favor to this friend and it, it changed her life. That's really the key for us uh, around Isagenix is that there's network marketing companies out there that, that just hype you up and they, you know, they just promise everything and they really over promise and under deliver and they don't have a lot of substance and the results are just all hearsay. It's not like something you can measure or see or, you know, scientifically account for. But my mom's result was so significant, it changed her life. And that's where um, our story begins in Isagenics. I watched my parents go from flat broke and $650,000 in debt. Um, that's above and beyond house debt. And they were able to literally just save themselves financially. They made a million dollars their f- first year in Isagenics. Um, and they became the, the first Isagenics millionaires ever. Now, here I was, Crystal, and I was the person that didn't want to go to college. I, I, I dropped out after one class, didn't even make it a full day, um, didn't know what I was going to do for a living, knew I couldn't work for anybody. I, I just couldn't. That mentality had been ingrained in me since I was a little kid. I went and tried to get a, a job at Dan's Grocery, bagging groceries. I lasted one day. I just couldn't work for anybody else. It just didn't make sense. So my parents would teach me things like, you know, have garage sales or go door to door and sell knife sets. Um, you know, we would go to Tijuana and buy all kinds of sunglasses and necklaces and we would turn around and I would just sell them to classmates and sell them around, you know, and double and triple my money. So trading time for money never made sense to me. Well, what was I going to do for a living? You know, I, I became, you know, I was 22 years old. What, what on earth was I, was I going to do? That became the question for me and I didn't know. I didn't know what I was going to do for a living. I was at a complete loss. But this isogenics thing just kind of fell into my parents' lap. It was just a, we feel like it was a blessing from God. And I remember I tried my darndest to stay out of it because I didn't want to be that Amway guy. I didn't want to be that person that would show up at parties and that would show up, you know, at neighborhood functions and everyone would be like, oh no, Ron, Watch it's, the, Sean, it's Sean Escobar, the isogenics junkie. He's going to try to sell us on it, you know? <laughs> and and I just, I didn't want to be that person. Uh, I stayed out of isogenics. I used the products. I loved the products because they really do work. 
but I stayed out of the business for quite some time because I was just so apprehensive about how I would be perceived to my friends and my family and, and so forth. I didn't want to be that. You know, I didn't grow up as a kid thinking I want to be a network marketer when I grow up. <laughs> it just wasn't my dream. And so I did stay out of it for a period of time. I started a different business. Um, that business was a traditional business, required a lot of investment, required a lot of inventory, required a lot of risk, um, you know, required a lot of accounting and shipping and receiving and all kinds of just yucky, awful garbage stuff, legal stuff, everything you have to do around a traditional business. And I was 22 years old and I was making about $60,000 per year with my business that I started. I was proud of that, but I hated it. it. It was miserable. It was boring. It was awful. And so what happened to me, um, I kind of, <laughs> I kind of, uh, fell into isogenics. Um, this guy, I always have to give credit because there was a guy that was a butcher for 40 years and he pulled me aside. He knew I had another business. He pulled me aside and here I was, you know, kind of proud of myself. I thought I was really cool and that I'd done such a good job. And, and he pulled me aside and he says, he said to me, Sean, you know, and this is a man that's in his seventies. He says, Sean, you know what? I was a butcher at a meat shop for 40 years of my life. And the most I ever earned as a butcher, the most I ever earned was $40,000 in a single year. And I raised six kids on that, okay? And he says, I found network marketing when I was in my 60s. And I respected this guy because at the time in Isagenix, he was earning hundreds of thousands of dollars a month. Um, he, you know, just to give you an idea, he and his family's gone on to earn over $50 million in isogenics. I respected this guy. And he said to me, he goes, what are you doing? And I says, what do you mean? He goes, why are you running this business? And I, I was just so proud of myself. I said, what do you mean? I, and I've really got a great thing going here. And he goes, you've got to be an idiot. And I, <laughs> I just really, I just met him personally. And I says, oh, appreciate that. You know, I, I thought, you know, I was doing a good job. And but anyway, I, I says, well, why am I, why is that? Why am I, I an idiot? And he says, because your parents slaved away in self-employment for over 30 years trying to find a way to get ahead. And here you are, you're, you're running this other traditional business. He says, uh, you've just got to be an idiot if you don't learn from their mistakes. You're just doing it all over again. And that opened my eyes. And then he says, Sean, if I was you, I would do everything in my power to get this isogenics business off the ground because he says you could be a millionaire by the time you're 30 and you could be uh, retired by the time you're 40. He says, I, if I could, I'd give anything to go back and be your age again and find network marketing in my 20s. I had to wait till my 60s and look what I've accomplished. This was eye-opening. Just to give credit where credit is due, the name of the individual is Jimmy Smith who's become a, a hero and a mentor, mentor to me in this industry. Yeah, it's so fun to hear that story and to kind of hear exactly where Sean started because this was before I came into the picture. One thing I wanted to share is when Sean and I first met, I was doing a different network marketing company. And that was one of the things that kind of was like that common interest and that thing that 
one thing that we really connected on. And it was just funny. We always joke about it because I was trying to get him to do mine and he was trying to get me to do his. (laughs) And we exchanged numbers for business purposes (laughs) when we first met. But um, it wasn't long until we got really serious and got married and which I actually want to share that whole story in another podcast episode. I think it'd be fun to share all the details of how we met because it's really fun to think back at that time. Um, But then I think it was really awesome that Sean and I both kind of understood the, the power of network marketing. And well, it was funny because I really thought that I could do my network marketing business and he could do his (laughs) when we were getting married. I was like, it's okay. You can do yours and I'll do mine. But um, obviously that's not a really good formula for success (laughs) to be competing against each other in marriage. So I, um, I tried the isogenics and had amazing results unexpectedly. I really wasn't planning to lose any weight. I feel like I tried so many different things and never was able to lose weight. So I was just like, well, cleansing sounds great. I'm just going to cleanse for health benefits. And then when I lost, oh, in about six weeks, I lost 25 pounds and I went from, I went from a size 10 to a five. And I was shocked because I had done so many different things to lose weight. I even ran a marathon thinking that I would be in the best shape of my life, but I was bigger than I ever was before um, when I was training to run the marathon. And to be able to lose that much weight and to be literally smaller than I was in high school was pretty exciting for me. And of course, became soon after that became really passionate about the product. And and then Sean and I, of course, began working the business together. Not very often do you meet people that get married and are working together from the very beginning. We've we're we're together 24 <laughs> 7 since since we met and it's i love it and of course there's some times where it's hard where we just need she gets sick of me, she gets sick of me and then she goes go do something <laughs> sometimes it's nice sometimes to nice. have a little break yeah, but, a little ultimately, break, but ultimately, ultimately i enjoy i've really enjoyed the whole process of getting to work together all these years and it's our our reality we don't know any different we've never been um, we've never had to work in separate jobs. So I think it's really a a cool and unique situation. And I feel so grateful for all that we've been able to achieve in our almost 14 years of marriage. But I also wanted to ask you, Sean, because you have been the main one to build the business and I've been the one you know, having babies, raising kids, and you've been the one that's been really in the trenches when it comes to building our business. And I know that that's a lot of pressure on your shoulders because I, and I just kind of like let you have it. I'm like, you can be in charge of that and I'll just be the mom and, and take care of the house and the kids. And of course I'm, you know, do what I can here and there, but Ultimately, it was Sean who took the majority of the responsibilities in our business. And I want to know what that feels like. And one thing that I really enjoy hearing from other successful people is how they overcame 
self-doubt and the worry and how do you get to that abundance mindset and one thing I think is so awesome about you Sean is you never get discouraged I've never seen you get discouraged maybe you do internally but I you are always you continue to always share isogenics with people no matter how many people turn you down or don't end up signing up it never kills your enthusiasm about isogenics and that's one thing that I truly admire about you because you're always talking about it with everybody we'll go everywhere we go Sean's just talking to people and and naturally isogenics just comes up and I just love to see how he's maintained enthusiasm all these years and he never lets self-doubt get to him so tell me how that, how you do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. Thank you. That's sweet. Um, and I appreciate that. And you've done a lot, you know, you've done a lot. So don't discredit yourself. You've done a lot. You've, you really, really made a big difference. Um, I couldn't have done it without you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so I think just, just two things came to mind while you were sharing that. Um, number one would be, what it's done for us. Mm -hmm. So it's given us our dreams. Truly. My dream was just to be able to have my time freedom, to be able to coach my kids in soccer. And like yesterday in the middle of the day, I took Brooklyn to her dance class mm -hmm. and, and, uh, you know, just all those kinds of things. Time freedom is where it's at for me. I met a guy who is a very successful businessman. He managed over a billion dollars, largest, you know, financial management company in, in our state. And he says, Sean, he said, don't get obsessed with money. Don't get obsessed with greed. Don't uh, miss your kid's childhood. He said, I, in pursuit of wealth, I, I missed my kid's childhood. And you'll, you'll forever regret that. He said, if I could go back in time, I, I would have made the time for my kids. And I wouldn't have been so focused on making more, you know, money. So that's, that's one thing is that what it's given us shame on us if we don't share yeah. you know the second thing would be to show people that there's a better way um in terms of how to generate income uh one of the greatest things you say how do you not get discouraged and things of that nature well it's interesting i think it would be harder much harder if i own my own brick and mortar business and i was off on my own i think it would be harder to stay motivated in that setting personally yeah. and, and i'll tell you why um what I found in network marketing was direction. I found direction. I found mentors. I found people that had been there and done that, professionals, you know, business people, entrepreneurs, people with extensive backgrounds who were willing to take me by the hand and mentor me and point mm -hmm. the direction. Yeah. You don't have that in most traditional business. You you just either you work for a wage and you, you don't get ahead yeah. or you own your own business and you kind of just wing it and do your darndest maybe you go pay someone like tony robbins 25 grand to to, to motivate you <laughs> yeah but i have all that mentorship and direction and abundance i have all the training it's all there in abundance so it's i think it's easy to stay motivated when you have direction i think yeah. it's easy to stay motivated when you have uh inspiration and you have mentors Without all of that, if you remove that environment um, that I, that network marketing provides mm -hmm. for free, 
Yeah. You take all that away, the direction, the motivation, the inspiration, the guidance, the, the instruction, the training, you take it all away. And now we, we don't, you can't stay motivated. Very mm -hmm. difficult to, most of us can't. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Uh -huh. I, I think it's, a, it's kind of a roundabout way of answering your question, but I really think that that's the magic of network marketing. Why women do so. Did you know that since 1995, there's been over 100,000 women that have generated uh, six-figure incomes in network marketing? More than any other industry. Why? It's, it's for those reasons. It's, it's the environment that it provides. It's a better mm -hmm. way of doing business. It's, mm -hmm. it's a way that they can do business without having to go risk the farm. It's a way to, of doing business where they don't have to go and you know invest you know, three, four, five, six years in getting educated. They mm -hmm. can learn as they grow. All that built-in support that women thrive on. Yeah, the community, the yeah. culture. Uh -huh. So so with that in mind, you know, I think, I think it's also, I wanted to share this on this podcast and I'm going to go ahead and share it now because I really think the stigma around network marketing has gone away. And believe it or not, here's what made it go away. Social media. It's hard to believe it, but social media has completely wiped out the stigma around network marketing. How has it done that? Well, social media enables us to share information without coming out and saying, Crystal, you want to try my product? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> before, before, how would I share information with you without saying, Crystal, can I share information with you? Come to my home party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I just feel like social media has, has removed all those barriers around network marketing. It has made it a permission-based industry. I will share information with you, with, with you know the general public, and if they're interested, they can inquire. But I don't have to go and hunt people down. That's the yeah. beauty of it. It's yeah. completely transformed our industry. That's why our industry is, is growing at record pace. Yeah. But I also think that, that there can be a downside to that. And, and I've seen it with myself as well as we get too comfortable using social media and thinking that's the only way we're going to contact new people. But I love that you, like I said before, is you continue to talk to people face to face. And that's one thing I think that we have to make sure that we um, are aware of how comfortable we're getting on social media and and I found for myself, there were a few years in my motherhood stage where I was home so much and I was homeschooling and I was rarely, rarely around people. I wasn't helping a lot in isogenics because I was doing all the homeschooling stuff. And I found myself feeling really socially awkward in social situations, which it was weird for me because I would never consider myself a socially awkward person. But when you're, and I love saying this, is what you don't use, you lose. And that's kind of exactly what happened to me. And that's one thing that I want to make sure that we share as successful network marketers is that we don't rely solely on social media. And we have to remember that people still love face-to-face -face communication yeah yeah no that's true uh, i heard a, a, an isogenics millionaire yesterday she was saying that uh social media allowed her to 
generate, you know, her initial audience and generate her success. And then it's been great because she's been able to take that success and and use it and leverage it and build other skills upon that, like connecting with people in person. She, she literally said, I could not sell anything to anyone. So she was kind of like surprised that she had had the success that she'd had, mm-hmm. but she's been able to evolve and, and step into that and grow yeah. oh, on all those really other cool. phases. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I'll just say that what I love about my industry is the leverage. Yeah. You can work it in the pockets of your life. Mm-hmm. You don't have to report to anybody or a boss. Um, you could be the tortoise or you could be the hare. Yeah. Um, you know, you can literally do as much as you want and you can take, you can literally take a hiatus if you wanted to. You, you know, yeah. let's say that you go, oh my gosh, I need some me time. Take some time off. It's not going anywhere. Come back to it. Yeah. So I, I love that. I, again, it's the freedoms, but also not just the freedoms, but the leverage. Yeah. Um, it liberates you. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no better feeling that I can remember in my financial history than back in 2007 when we paid off our home, which was at that time, it was a $430,000 home. And we paid off that mortgage in two and a half years. I can't remember a more liberating feeling than that. When yeah. we paid off a 30-year mortgage uh-huh. in two and a half years, and I just remember that pride I felt. like I just felt this overwhelming freedom. I felt the burden was just taken off of me, the stress. Yeah. It was just such an incredible, oh, God, I can't even explain it. Yeah. And it was just, I, I just felt like a new person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really did. Yeah. One thing I love to share about um, what it's been like for me coming from, you know, a lot of, I, I guess, different financial struggles growing up. And Sean dealt with similar things as well. But I think the difference was um, what I learned about money is that when you get it, you just spend it right away. <laughs> That's how I thought you're supposed to live your life. Like, why would you save? That's that doesn't make any sense. Use the money that you get. And so we never had savings and it was always paycheck to paycheck. And so when we were first seeing a bit of success or even just when we were first married, I just thought, well, we're making this much. Why can't we spend it? Why can't we go buy a new car? Why can't we get a different house and all these things? And of course, it caused contention at times, but we've evolved together in our partnership with around money and we were able to <laughs> now I'm getting nervous because you're staring at me I'm just listening <laughs> okay listening too intently now <laughs> okay so I love that we have been able to create the life that we have but not overdo it because I think if it were up to me we'd be swimming in debt because I'd be like, well, we're making this much a month, so that means we could afford this high of a mortgage. And so I'm always like thinking a little bit more unrealistically when it comes to how we spend our money. And Sean's always like, bring me debt back down. Like, well, you got to think about our future. And being debt free is ultimately the goal. And it's really amazing, I think, what we've created together. And um, to be able to have no debt, to have two homes. Crystal's funny because she still, you know, and she'll justify it, but still, like, if she makes $1,000, she'll go spend $1,000. Yeah. 
she still will to this day <laughs> like like bitcoin that's so funny because like i've been making more and more money um with what i'm doing blogging and so i'm just like throwing money around like like it's going out of style and sean's always like geez but her, i i feel her, like here's her justification here it comes yeah because Here comes I the justification because I not I don't have to use this money to pay bills or to provide for our future because I that's Sean's responsibility. This, this <laughs> so. is her justification. She, so, she just says, "Well, I only do it because you're you know doing your part. You know, if it, it, I wouldn't do this if it was our bread and butter income, we had yeah. to live on it. But she probably would if she was in control. <laughs> she probably would. It's just in her nature." Yeah, it's funny when we talk about investing, I'm always like, yeah, do it. Yeah, oh, it, it, even no matter the price tag, just do it. But I'm proud to say that I invested $1,000 into Bitcoin. You've lost your butt on it so far. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm investing. <laughs> I'm proud of myself. I'm actually thinking smart and I've taken some of my money and I've invested it. <laughs> but it's funny because when I was talking to Sean about Bitcoin, I was like, I just want to invest it so that I can make a bunch of money on it and have more to spend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Not different. to save and provide for a future. Different mentality, that's for sure. <laughs> But anyway, that's our story, and I love having Sean on. He's going to be on again in every few episodes. I think I'll have him come on. Can I just say, there there were a lot of ups and downs. Oh, Can yeah, Can I just yeah. say that? Yeah. That sometimes we paint this picture in network marketing like we got in, and it just grew, and we, and we made all this money, and so can you. And it wasn't always that way. Um, I think women are better than men at network, at network marketing. I know they are. 80% of Isagenics is women. There's way more women making way more money than men for, for good reason. They're better at it. Um, but for me, it was a struggle at first. It took time uh, to learn. Back then, we didn't have as much yeah, direction. There was no social media. So yeah, there too, was we were no, doing it all differently. It, we were doing it completely differently, and I really had to find my way. Mm -hmm. And uh, But I you know, found my way. You helped me a lot. But... Now it's changed a lot, but I did, again, I just don't want to ever paint that picture. Like when, yeah. sometimes in network marketing, when you talk about people making this much money or that much money or having this much success or that much success, and you kind of paint an unrealistic picture. Yeah, and, and, and it sounds easier than it really is. Yeah. And I'm sure that there will be stories come up in future podcast episodes of particular experiences that we had during this, the times where we struggled building the business. My goal is not in, in this industry, someone helped me, a mentor helped me because I always felt like I had to find that person that was going to be the next Isagenics millionaire. And he says, that's not what you want to do. He says, what you want to do is help everyone starting out make 500 to to $1,000 a month. If you can do that over and over and over again, believe it or not, if someone can make $1,000 extra a month, that can drastically change their life. Yeah, that can afford them a lot of incredible things. Mm -hmm. So that's always been my focus, and you know, and we've been able to do that. That's yeah. that's been the exciting part. Mm -hmm. So I never want to when we talk about millions of dollars in income, or I just never want to give people the impression that uh, that everybody is going to do that. Not everybody even wants to do that. Yeah, you know, they can if they want. It's there, but maybe that's not their dream. Yeah, or that it ever came easy, like you said, and we have put in full-time hours 
So it's not like we just get to work when we want. It's like you treat it like a real job and you well, put in all the, in the hours. Beginning. Yes. I, I haven't had to do that for a lot of years. Yeah. But in the beginning, yes. Yeah. It was even more than full-time hours. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So that is our story. And I definitely want to share more of the details in future podcast episodes. I think it'll come up little stories here and there that we can share that will tie into different topics that we talk about here on the podcast. But thank you guys for listening. It's been fun having Sean and you can look forward to having him again in a few more episodes. All right, you guys have a great weekend. Thanks everybody. Yeah.